Walter. Beep, beep, beep. Everybody move it. That's right. This is your host, the host with the least most, who's here to give you the post. Gordon Baird on Fishtown Local Podcast. Yes, your favorite show. Well, I'm here to talk now, to give the truth. No guest would come on today. I think it was my engineer, Jim Capillo. Oh, it's bath night tomorrow night. So (laughs) I guess the word had spread because I was canceled by two people. But that's okay. Their loss will be my gain. That's right, I'm here to talk about your favorite subject, something you can't get away from in Gloucester. Beep, beep, move it, buddy! And that is Gloucester's favorite blood sport. Yes, driving in Gloucester. <laughs> yes. Well, it's, hmm, how do I put it? Like Roman chariots on the street. Just getting here to do the show today. I, you know, it was like I saw every possible thing that you see in the circus. Oh, did I say the circus? I guess I meant Gloucester driver activity is sort of akin to being a circus. Yes, how do I love the Gloucester drivers? Let me count the ways. Well, on the way here, let's talk about the uh, different things that one encounters. Now, in East Gloucester, they park all the uh, cars on the harbor side, okay? And there is a parking spot there for them. And that takes about three quarters, no, excuse me, it leaves about three quarters of the lane for driving, okay? Now, a good driver says, I only need about a foot of clearance on the right, and a small car, a regular car, fits in lane. Something a little bigger, like a pickup truck or a bus, a box truck and all that. No, they got to go over the lane. But there is just enough room on the other side, okay, for the right-of-way car, the car with the free lane, without uh, a blockage. Well, what does most of the Gloucester driving cadre do in that circumstance? The good drivers have right. They stay in their lane, no problem. But almost everybody else, yeah, that's right, probably you, my listener, they feel they have to give themselves three to five feet on their side, and so they push you, the right-of-way car, into the gutter. And often there is a tree or a phone pole or someone standing there, and you come in there and barely miss them, pushed way out to the side. Well, that's what I'm talking about. They feel that the car with the burden is now a right-of-way car just because they have something on their side. It drives me nuts. I don't mind them coming over a little because you got to share, you live and let live. But when they take five feet and they go, now that is my advantage, having someone parked on my side, then it gets me angry. And often I'll hold my ground and I'll try to hold them to one or two feet. And, uh, and it's very hard. And sometimes the guy will come so that the center line uh, is under the center of his truck. And meaning he is way over on your side. I got to be honest. If that's you, I'm the guy who starts beeping about four car lengths away saying, get back on your side. I'm not going to go into the gutter or stop for you. So that is my number one peeve. 
And I had an incident the other day where my three number one peeves all mixed together. I was right by Plum Street, right where Duckworth's Bistro was. So as I'm leaving Gloucester and I'm driving towards town right there by Plum Street, I'm there. This guy comes at me over the limit and pushes me to the point where I stop. And But I stop and I'm still rolling. The guy behind him, he turns left right in front of me without using his blinker. Well, thank God the other guy had pushed me over enough to stop because I would have hit this guy. He just turned sharp, full speed, without his blinker. And just then, as I'm slamming on my brakes for this guy, my hand goes to the horn, down comes a car from Plum Street on my right, and he's got a stop sign, blows the stop sign at full speed. And it was the perfect storm, the Gloucester trifecta, where you have the guy going over the center line one, the guy making the no blinker illegal left turn at full speed in front of you, and the guy running the stop sign out on your right. Have you ever had that happen, Jim? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And if you've had them all happen together, it's the perfect storm, the confluence of stupidity and ineptitude. I always want to stop the truck driver and say, who pushes you that far over and say, hey, you truck drivers are supposed to be better drivers than the rest of us. You don't need five feet on the right when you have a blocked a blocked lane, meaning a parked car on your side. You, Mr. Superior Driver, because you drive a pickup truck, you're supposed to only need a foot. Often I pride myself by practicing when this happens and I'm the guy in that lane, see if I can stay fully in my lane. And the other day I was coming through the exact spot we're talking about and there's a school bus and I, it was empty. It was going to pick up campers or something. And the guy had blocked traffic the whole way. He kept the school bus inside the line the entire time. And he just left six inches on the right. And I'm going, hey, if this guy can do it, you can do it in your little mini Prius. But so many people think that the right of way changes if there's a blockage, that it becomes the onus on you on the car that has no blockage. Oh, I've got a car here, so you stop. I'm going to run you off the road. Anywho, that part drives me nuts. Well, okay, so let's go to the other uh, department. And I know Jimbo has seen this. It is, well, you get these guys who come up from the side, and you're coming through, especially on a street like Washington Street or East Gloucester, East Main Street. And the person coming in, they feel that because they're coming from a side street that they have the right of way. Okay, so they come in, and they go roll right through the stop sign and turn right in front of you. Now, what do you have to do in the blood sport uh, cavalcade? You keep going. You bluff. You've got your foot on the brake hovering over it. And if the guy really <laughs> runs the stop sign, right, you'll stop to save your life. But at that point, if he, if he stops, great. And sometimes, again, the horn starts early. Because the earlier you start blowing your horn, the more the guy looks up and realizes, I'm, I'm breaking the law here, going through the stop sign. 
However, sometimes it only eggs them on to say, oh, yeah, well, bleep you, Charlie. The other day I was coming down into uh, Gloucester's most confusing intersection where Washington Street, Rogers Street, and Main Street all meet down right by the tavern. Or, excuse me, not the tavern. I guess you call it the Blackburn, the old Blackburn Tavern. It's now Tonal. It used to be Tally's, but there's Tally's nothing there. Corner, right. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, Tally's Corner. Tally's Corner. There you go. So I'm coming by, and at last, I'm always the one coming from where you're coming down Washington Street, you got to go around the corner and by Angle Street. And so to get in there and head off up down uh, Roger Street, you have to give way because all the cars coming from the boulevard are the right-of-way car, right? And it's always five cars. So you got to sit and wait. Okay, sometimes the idiot next to you, he won't even go uh, if, you know, there's a clear as long as there's cars off in the distance. So that's all right. But this one time, I was coming back from Magnolia. Now I'm the right-of-way car, and I'm coming in. Here comes a car down Angle Street. And they are, I don't know if they were from out of town. They must have been. They come through Angle Street at Speed, full speed, you know, 25 or 30 down there. You're not doing 50 down downtown like that. And as I come to the thing, I can start to see this guy or lady wasn't going to stop. They were going to blow the stop sign. So I started my horn. Beep. It only egged them on. They came right through without <laughs> even slowing down. Meanwhile, there's a cop parked up in the Tally's overflow parking up there by the, uh, the old Blackburn building there. He's just looking at the whole thing. Doesn't do a thing. Guy runs the stop sign. It's full speed. I keep coming through, and I realize I've got the leverage. My hand is on the horn for, I don't know, six seconds. And the guy keeps going. I kept going until we got to the point where he was going to actually hit me if he was going to keep going. But I had my foot on the brake kind of thing. And just as he was about to, he stopped. And then I'd give him the, what are you doing look, you know, with the arms raised up in the air. And his wife was screaming at him, kind of thing. So I don't know who was egging who on, but that it was, was me, Gordo. Oh, I'll bet it was. <laughs> now, you know why I know it wasn't? It was a minivan. <sighs> and I think it had New York plates on it. And I was, honestly, I was pissed because they saw me early. They made the decision. They looked right at the stop sign. And they not only kept coming, they increased their speed. So would I have stopped before hitting him? Of course. I'm not an idiot. But it's somehow I was going to hold my ground. Okay. So that's my number uno. That's my number duo uh, uh, pet peeve because the coming across the line one really drives me nuts. That's dangerous. But how about the one that you guys all see in summer? And you see it year-round. But it is the person, it's the inverse of the stop sign runner. It's the person with the right-of-way in front of you, or worse, two or three cars in front of you, so you can't even pass them. <laughs> but it, they are stopping at every corner to wave the non-right-of-way car in. That's you, my number one. Okay, that's your no, I knew it. And you just, if you had a shotgun filled with, I don't know, chocolate chips or something, that's where you'd fire it. Is you're going, buddy, what are you stopping for? Except here's where I'm going to get the bad fan mail. It's not buddy, it's lady. Because it's always a female driver. 
they're going, oh, I've got to let everyone in. Because, Gordo. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get in trouble, but it is. Because, you know, you sit there and keep track of it, and you're going, come on. And uh, at that point, I don't know, maybe they're just, they don't know the rules. They never knew the rules. The husband always drove. Now they're driving. So they stop at each corner, set their car, and wave you in. Then they take a long time to get going. So then another car comes on, just as they're ready to go. They stop for them, too. And they stop from the left, and they stop from the right. But usually what happens is the person on the left or the right is waiting for their natural right away. They have to wait until it's their turn. But they just sit there and look. Now the old lady is stopped or the young lady is stopped. Wave them in. They're just staring at them going, what do you mean? I don't have the right of way to make this turn. So everybody sits until I go beep, beep. And then usually either the lady will go in front of me or the non-right of way car from the right will go in and go. They wake up. Yeah, they wake up. But most of the time, they're going, what do you want? What do you want from me? You know, because they know they don't have the right to go in there. They don't have a clue that they're no. stopping traffic uh, that's already moving. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, to let someone out that's yeah. waiting. The, the, well, how about uh, that? Just what you're saying, downtown. You're right down in the West End. You're right by the Cafe Cecilia or that block that leads up to there where Cafe Bichette is and all that. And you get the people. They make the turn down there. They go from normal thinking people to complete, I don't know what I want to say. Do I want to say morons? They sit and they stop in the middle of the road. I remember uh, only about two weeks ago, I was up a little further up by passports, and the person turns, cuts off all 10 cars coming down uh, Main Street, right where all the banks are and the Lone Gull. And there's this line of 10 cars. The person turns in front of them, goes about uh, 15 feet, and stops. And they're sitting there. And they're doing nothing. And I'm walking in the street crossing. And I've already crossed long way down by the Cape Town Savings Bank. And I actually walked back and said, lady, you're closing the entire town down. And you could see the traffic was back all the way back up the hill past <laughs> CVS, past, you know, the diamond store and all the art galleries. And I'm going, are you crazy? And the woman's like, what? And it's an out of town. I said, you're blocking the whole city here, you know. And then so finally she gets going again and gets down and does it again a block later. And everybody stops. And one of the guys in the line is going, thank you, buddy, you know, who was stuck to us. But obviously he was too polite to beep. But if you beep, okay, then, you know, maybe they'll actually learn something. My wife refuses to beep the horn in traffic no matter how outrageous the stupid move the person does. She will never beep her. And I say, don't you understand they're going to do that again to someone else? Either push them off the side of the road by coming over the center line or turning, running the stop sign. Someone will run a stop sign at full speed right in front of her and she won't beep. You know, or they'll worse. They'll make the left turn right in front of her from the other lane with no blinker. Now blinkers. Let's talk about blinkers. You know, sometimes people accuse Gloucester of having the blinders on, but I wish they had the blinkers on. This is, to me, Safathia Romeo's biggest failure as a mayor. And it's not just her, everybody. But I actually sent her some suggestions because they had the fancy digital display thing. And I said, how about either just a sign, a simple sign that's posted as you come up the bridge, use your blinker. 
please, or please use your blinker, or use your blinker, A-H, A-H. something to make yeah. it lighter, okay? Put it up on the uh, electronic thing as they're coming in, just to see what happens. I want to do, don't be a stinker, use your blinker. And I thought, talk about a quality of life issue, where, what, am I going to read your mind? And you come in, and when the person goes in front of you with no blinker or makes a turn or turns in front of you, where am I, a mind reader? And so I beep. And they're going, what, what? I'm going, use your blinker. I wanted to get a banner made that just says, use your blinker, and have it on the back of my truck driving around. (laughs) But people say, you'll get vandalized. You will get vandalized because in Gloucester and in Massachusetts, people will fight for their right to not use their blinker. And they will fight for their right to be lazy because putting your finger up an inch is a big displacement. Much more, it's much more of a macho thing about, I don't have to because I'm big, because it's usually a truck. (laughs) And I have a truck, but I use my blinker for my protection as well as yours. But here's a little elaboration on that too, because there are people who use their blinkers but they don't put them on until they start the turn. That's right. That does us <laughs> no good That's right. when you're turning in already <laughs> and right. start your blinker then. The only time to do that, and I have learned there is one time to do that, is if you are on the rotary and you're coming off the bridge and you come around and you're going up the extension, you're going to East Gloucester, if you come, all the cars coming from Gloucester, if you don't put on your blinker, if you'd be like every other Gloucester driver, <laughs> the cars coming up from Washington Street will stop. They won't go. Yeah. But as soon as you put on your blinker to let them know I'm going to turn in front of you and go up the extension, seven cars go like an Oklahoma land rush. <laughs> and so I try it both ways, and they'll always encroach on you unless oh, yeah. you don't put on your blinker to go up the extension until, as you say, just as you make the turn. Yeah. So it's, that the guy no next to you in the lane. I had an accident there where I was in the middle lane of the rotary. Uh, just like everyone, you come off the bridge, you stay in the middle lane, you're going from 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock because you're entering from the bridge, you're going up the extension to East Gloucester. Right. And I came in that way in the left lane, and a car came in off in the right lane of next to me, and it's behind me, what they call clear behind in racing, you know, where no overlap between us. I had my blinker on to say I'm turning right, but I'm turning right from the middle lane of the rotary into the left lane of the extension. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently that is against the law. And who knew? Because everybody does it because the cars going to the right off the bridge are going downtown Gloucester, right? I would assume so. Now, as this person came up, I turned right up the thing. They accelerated, no blinker on, and hit me from behind. All the damage on my truck was on the back quarter. And so I was stopped are you okay geez you know you might have had your blinker on and you just turned and hit me from behind and uh, we exchange stuff we go through the whole thing and they say oh the insurance company says you got to pay the deductible and we're gonna have to surcharge you i said why they hit me from behind and they said yeah but you were turning left from the middle of the rotary i said yeah the way all the traffic, the guy in front of me. I was just following the guy in front of me. But it turned out the timing was such, they were going to Anasquam and they were just crossing every car to the right. You know that person, like the person, let's go around and around the rotary, you know? And so I get the thing saying, no, this is your fault. And when the cop came to investigate and I said, well, 
you can see the dam. I mean, when you put in your report, it's her fault, right? And they were going, yeah, right. She hit you from behind. But the cop didn't know the law either because not only did the insurance company say no, I appealed it. And I went to the Massachusetts Appeal Board that you have to pay 50 bucks to do. And they said, you're in the wrong. You are not allowed to make a right turn out of a rotary from the middle, like everyone does in that rotary. And in fact, think about the upper rotary going out of town. If you are going to the cable station, you'd stay in the right lane. Mm -hmm. Almost everybody else stays in the left lane to then go down the extension to go down the lower rotary and out of Gloucester. So it's, that's how the traffic divides. You stay out of the right lane because all the people are coming from, from the industrial park. So that is a regular thing Gloucester drivers do as they do when they go from the bridge up the extension. It's against the law. And I went to my insurance thing. I lost. And they charged me 500 bucks surcharge for six years. Yikes. That's 3,000 bucks. It's, it was very painful when all the damage was on the rear of my car. And when I filed it and the guy, the inspector came, he said, oh, yeah, this ain't your fault. He goes, look, it's all in the back. That's, it can never be your fault unless you're backing up into someone. Well, there is, a, there is an argument, too, that the road coming into the rotaries on the coming down the highway and in the extension are two lanes. There's, yes. It's two lanes I know. marked. But the, but the rotary itself is not marked two lanes. It's not marked as two lanes. But it is two lanes. You can fit two cars. You can fit two so cars. So it would be a natural thing if you're going from left lane to left lane on the two highways. I think my argument would be that the rotary is a single lane and you're supposed to merge. Well, there you go. And you know what? And you would be not at fault in that in that scenario. No, because I didn't merge. I exited, and that was their point. I should have merged to the right, they were saying, even if I was going into the left lane. I'm just telling you what the insurance No, board. I know, but yeah. you were in front, yeah. so you had the right of way. That's right. She was clear behind, and when you make your turn, you tend to brake a little. Right. Well, right. when you're not making the turn, you tend to accelerate a little, right. and that's what she did. She had this gigantic dog in the front seat sitting almost on her lap <laughs> while she was driving, and yet none of that <laughs> made any difference. Oh, my. And I just went, oh, my God. Well, that's something that's it's interesting. Both rotaries are so different because I asked my son the other day, which rotary do you think is bigger? How about I'll ask you that question. Which is the bigger rotary? The bigger rotary is probably Blackburn. Correct. Not only is it bigger, it's bigger by far. Yeah. It's like two to three to four times more yeah. distance. If you look at the grass yeah. in the middle of there, you can tell. That's right. Exactly. And the distance from one side to the other. When you're in the lower rotary, when you finally make that exit down the extension and you're going over the bridge, it's like one Mississippi two after you're going to right. get up to the onto the bridge. And whereas the other one, you count how long it takes you from when you enter that rotary to how you come all the way around, all the traffic's coming from Blackburn and all that. It's a long wait compared to that. Like an eight count, you know, instead of that. But one thing I will give a hand to Gloucester police about, two things. One, the first one is one of the crimes that I'd be talking about in the old days, you're in the rotary, the guys in the right lane in the rotary, you come up in the middle lane, and they used to come up across you and cut you off and merge back to the left yeah. and then yeah. exit to the right. The cops posted... Um, uh, stakeouts for uh, about a year, about 20 years ago. And that went from one being the most common I hate Gloucester driver complaint to now <laughs> never. People never do that. My brother got a ticket doing it and he complained, oh, what are they doing wasting their time? I was going, hey, 
JB, I call him, my brother, don't, I hate it when people do that. They squeeze left <laughs> into you. And it's always as you're passing them. Right. Because they're going slower. Right. And they go up and they're going to take you up into the grass. They don't do that anymore. So to the credit of the Gloucester police, that was one thing they re-educated the workforce, the driver force, as, as well as they did when you come off the extension. Finally, you're going into East Gloucester. You're going up that hill, the only one of Gloucester's two traffic lights. You're going through the second light. It used to be when you were in the legal lane to the right to go up the hill, often the person in the left lane who was going to turn left down Bass Ave would just come in and compete with you for space i do that every day when i go home you, and i just push yeah. them right over to the left if they if they try to go oh, if they try to do right. that yeah do you ever do it where you're the car on the left no because no, you know hey this is it we're gonna go straight and you're right you do push them off to the left however that used to be a very common gloucester quote crime but it wasn't people doing it on purpose it was people being stupid you know, they had the left turn only thing, and yet, where am I? Well, they're so, arrogant, too. And they got arrogant because then they go, oh, yeah, and they go <laughs> up to the top thing with you. And then, you know, you got to make your decision as the road narrows, and am I going to keep going, and who's going to be the, uh, the chicken, you know? So on so, the way to the studio over here, you got stuck in the East Gloucester traffic. Yeah. I, I live that every day because every day. I live on yeah. Saywood Street. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that is the worst. That is the worst. Yeah. And I do have a solution, and I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but I think that they ought to reverse the traffic to go up the hill from East Main. Wow. So if you go up the hill— And then you could have two-way on the other? No. Saywood Street would turn one way the other way going into East Gloucester. Wow. So that way, think of what's happening. When you go to the end of Saywood Street, everybody stops, takes a left. So you're going through that intersection competing with the beach traffic yeah. to merge. Think and about that. Now, if you're coming out of East Gloucester. No, wait. You go up over the hill. Yeah. Down to the light. You get a straight shot to 128 yeah. or downtown yeah. and take a left. That eliminates that bottleneck at the end of Saywood I in love East that. Main. Because when you would be coming... Uh, you'd have to go by that extra block on Sayward right. Street. But you'd be making a right turn to go down the reversed Sayward Street, and you wouldn't have to slow anyone down. Correct. Now you have to make a left turn across the traffic going out Sayward Street. Right. So as right. long as you eliminate that left turn... That's the bottleneck. That's, yeah. That is the bottleneck. And then also... It's no marking, no light. Not that I want a light, but no it's like. Light and then how about the guy coming down? Uh, hey, I'm Mister Fight the Light. And oh, by the way, there's another thing the police have done a good job for. I thought about it today because a pickup truck went up the right lane of Sayward Street mm -hmm. that sort of develops halfway, but the oldies, old timers, all do it from the start because you used to be able to, right, right. Th there was no parking. And so, so they come and they get to the front in the right, pass seven cars on the left in the line and make the left turn around you. Right. And you'd right. be beeping your horn and furiously like eight cars back. Gone. And not only are they gone, but the people in front of you are going, what, what? You know, they have to beep at them, but they don't. So here's they, the other trick that they pull, too. They'll, they'll, but by the way, they don't do that anymore. I rarely, rarely ever see people do that. Uh, I, I caught someone the other day. Uh -huh. This clown came down. I was waiting in line, legally in the left side, yeah. in the left lane. Inching, and right. right by where it, it opens up just before the St. Peter's Church used to be right there. So That's it opens right. up into that third yeah. lane. There's yeah. no parking there. That's right. There's but the you're, right. But yeah. you're, you're supposed to go straight yeah. down Bass Avenue. Yeah. So what this guy did... 
he came down flying down. He didn't want to wait. He's one of the elite or something. I don't know. So he flies down, blows the stop sign at the end of Saywood Street, goes straight down Bass Ave, and immediately hooks a left around the I island. know that guy. I've seen people was do that. that. You? <laughs> was that you? No. No, I thought about doing that when I was desperate, like to catch a plane. But even then, it's slower than waiting. I've done it the is. thing where I back up, go back out, turn around, and go up. Uh, Hearts? What's the name of that street that where you can go up and go around Brightside? I mean, it adds two or three oh, minutes of going yeah, up Haskell. that Haskell. Thank Haskell. you. And uh, and and but then you come down, you're at the front of the line. And yet, it's my pet peeve is I'll give that guy who's me coming down the front of the line. He stops at his stop sign. Okay, I'll let him when it's his turn. I'm not going to stop him. But the second guy who comes in and he doesn't stop at the stop sign, that guy I'll block out. And I'll say, no, my turn, and then we'll go around together. And then he's lost, because what's he going to do? Run into the uh, sign at uh, Technically, the guy to the right has the right of way if you're both at a a stop sign. Yes, we did. But he has to stop at his stop sign. Right, they have to stop. Yeah, exactly. So that's another one of my pet peeves. But, yeah, um, Okay, how about another one? Uh, I got one that I, I want to back up a little bit for inconsiderate people, and it has something to do with a cut bridge, and it drives me nuts. You go down there, and normally when the bridge is up, I might take a right on to Centennial. Yeah. You always have an idiot who's hanging out. Waiting in, to go straight. Waiting to go straight and uh, blocking the right-hand lane. I hate that. And they absolutely think that they are, have That's the right. right to block off that. Yeah. And you right beep yeah. after you wait. And, and they you get, give the finger. The and finger <laughs> comes up and you're going like, it's a right hand turn all night. But, you know, I don't know how much it helps to yell. I always want to re-educate them so they don't do it to the next guy. Yeah. But they never have a clue, especially the blinker thing. Yeah, they don't. You know, you know and it, I don't think you're going to educate people because... They don't, they don't realize they're doing anything wrong. That's right. But you if know? you did something like a sign, even if it was a sign, please use your blinker. Uh, you know, or we can't read your mind, use your blinker. Yep. Use your blinker, we can't read your mind. And uh, it's going to help. It's like giving people arguments and they resist you while you're doing it. Right. But when they talk to the next right. person, they're using your argument yeah. and the <laughs> other person saying no. And they're like, oh, use your blinker. So I think Safathia could do some good old-fashioned John JFK uh, <laughs> jawboning. Where you just say, people, please. It's a quality of life issue. If you do one thing, use your blinker. And don't use it after you start the turn. Oh, just when you're starting the turn. I know. Because it's an anticipation so that we don't, we can not have to read your mind when you hit us. (laughs) You know? And the cops, no offense, uh, we're almost out of time here, but the cops are just as bad. I don't see them using their blinkers. Well, you know what? Another pet peeve of mine is when I come to work in the morning, I'm right at the Eastern Avenue lights, and I'm waiting for the left-hand turn arrow. And there was a police car there. This was a couple months ago now. Police car there, and, of course, the traffic was backed halfway up to the top rotary. People going left seem to think that that red arrow means nothing. It means they can turn across you. there was a cruiser sitting right in the front of the line coming across Eastern Avenue. He was stopped. And four cars blew through that flashing yellow um, yeah. arrow. And the person in front, who was in front of me, wouldn't move. So I started beeping the horn. The cop looked over. Didn't do anything. Yeah. You know, and He probably and, said, what are you beeping for? Yeah, what are you beeping <laughs> for? He just ran the red light. He ran the red light. Or the orange arrow, let's call it. Well, it does turn. It turns a red arrow first. 
Oh, and, that's it. And it starts blinking, I believe. And then it blinks, yeah, right. Yeah. So you're supposed well, to stop. And, I wrote and a yield. column years ago about that is a tragedy waiting to happen. Yeah. But at least they changed it from the blinking green, yes. which who's yeah. going to, oh, it's green, it's blinking. That means I get to turn whatever I want. And then the other thing they got to do is they got to put some sort of cones or, or sticks at the top of the hill because I saw it last week. Another person stopped in the road trying to turn left. Into the thing. Yes, into the Gloucester Crossing. They have signs that tell you not to do it, but they're not does, uh, very well displayed. Because you've got to stop and squint. Yes. What's that sign? Yeah. yeah. You know, another pet peeve about that intersection you're talking about <laughs> is when the people realize they're not going to make it in the long line. That's the left lane, especially right. on a beach day. They get in your lane. They get in the middle lane, the through traffic lane. Get to the front and, and then stop. They'll stop. And then they try to turn alongside the other piece or just stop and make you wait. Right. Fortunately, that's one where if you beep, the other drivers will also beep because they're finally so outraged by the selfishness of this bleep hole that they will join you. Most of the time, other people will not forward the beep up to the guy at the front who's sitting there waiting for all the left turners to go. I do feel much better today, Gordo. Okay. You've helped me out psychologically. This is therapy. (laughs) And we're out of time. But I so appreciate you grabbing the mic and jumping in because this is how we should do these from now on where it's like uh, Mike and the Mad Dog or, you know, Johnny Carson (laughs) and your Ed. Let's hear your Ed laugh. Uh, I don't know, Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think most of my listenership remembers who Ed McMahon or Johnny Carson is. Oh, that's not true, because no young people listen to this. All right, all you old people out there listening to me and Jimbo, you're in good company. We love you, Gloucester. See you next time on Fishtown. Luca. Beep, 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 beep. Everybody.